हरे कृष्णा वी आर सो फॉर्चुनेट टू हैव हिज ग्रेस श्री बादरानी प्रभु फ्रॉम न्यू वृंदावन एंड प्रभु जी विल एनलाटन अस ऑन श्रीमद भागवतम 5.11.8 तो प्लीज टेक ओवर द फॉर प्रभु जी हरे कृष्णा एंड आई रिक्वेस्ट एवरीवन प्लीज म्यूट योर फोन सो दैट वी कैन हियर प्रभु जी क्लियरली हरे कृष्णा टू एवरीवन so today we are reading canto 5 chapter 11 canto 5 is named as creative impetus and chapter 11 is jadbarat instructing rahugana king rahugana so today we are on the eighth verse i am not reading verse i will read the translation and purport and then we will discuss <coughs> when the living entity's mind becomes absorbed in sense gratification of the material world it brings about his conditioned life and suffering within the material situation however when the mind becomes unattached to the material enjoyment it becomes the cause of liberation when the flame in a lamp burns the wick improperly the lamp is blackened but when the lamp is filled with ghee and is burning properly there is a bright illumination similarly when the mind is absorbed <coughs> in material sense gratification it causes suffering and when detached from the material detached from material sense gratification it brings about the original brightness of krishna consciousness purports by his divine grace ac bhaktivedanta swami shiva prabhupada it is therefore concluded that the mind is the cause of material existence and liberation also everyone is suffering in this material world because of the mind it is therefore proper to train the mind or to cleanse the mind from material attachment and engage it fully in the lord service this is called spiritual engagement as confirmed in bhagavad gita मम चो व्यभिचारेण भक्ति सेवते सगुण समितूयाय कल्पते वन हू एंगेज इन फुल डिवोशनल सर्विस हू डज नॉट फॉल डाउन इन एनी सर्कमस्टेन्सेस एट वंस ट्रांसेंड्स द मोड्स ऑफ मेटीरियल नेचर एंड दस कम्स टू द लेवल ऑफ ब्रह्मन वी शुड एंगेज द माइंड फुली इन कृष्णा conscious activities then it will be the cause of our liberation for our returning back home back to godhead however if we keep the mind engaged in material activities for sense gratification it will cause continuous bondage and will make us remain in this material world in different bodies suffering the consequences consequences of our different actions <coughs> ओमज्ञानतिमीराधस्याज्ञानांजनासलाकयचक्षुन्मिलेनुभूतलेयूपदाकमल श्रीगुरुवैष्णवाग्रजाता 
सहगना रघुनाथाधुता श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांता स्वामी नितिनामिने नमस्ते सरस्वती देवे गौरवानी प्रचारिनी निर्विशेषा सुन्यवादी पाश्चात्यदेशतारिनी नमो महावदन्याया कृष्णा प्रेम प्रदायते कृष्णाया कृष्णचैतन्या नामिने गौरत्विशे नमः ये कृष्णा करुणा सिंधो दीन बंधो जगतपते गोपेशा गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमामि हरि प्रिय वांचा कल्पा तरुभ्यश्चा कृपा सिंधुभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्रीअद्वैता गदाधार श्रीवासादि गौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामो हरे रामो राम रामो हरे 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 कृष्ण सो एज जडभरत इंस्ट्रक्टिंग किंग राहुगुना ही कम टू द पॉइंट वेर ही इज टॉकिंग अबाउट हाउ वी हैव बीन बाउंड by this modes of material nature not as such by the modes of material nature but it is actually by our mind we have been bound by this modes of material nature is is a wonderful beautiful example comes the past time once astavakra muni he came to king janaka's assembly so when the king is uh, saw astavakramani immediately he got up from his seat and he invited him and gave him his asan to sit then astavakramani sat then king washed his astavakramani's lotus feet and then sprinkled water on his head <coughs> and then king asked the question many questions he asked one of the question is that why the living entity that we we are all why we are bound by maya so strongly why this happens to us why we have why we become so weak that we have been attached to these things and that we are unable to come out of this maya astavakramuni he did not reply to king he got up and he started walking out of the palace 
the assembly as ashtavakramuni is walking out king got a disturbed what happened is there anything wrong uh, in his atidya the way he invited and then took care of ashtavakramuni or is that the question is uh, improper or something like that which ashtavakramuni got angry and then he is walking out but ashtavakramuni walks out of the palace and in front of palace there is a tree he goes and catches the tree and tightly hugs the tree and he starts telling leave me leave me the king as the king is walking out along with ashtavakramuni and it's quite obvious is the entire assembly they also started walking behind the king janaka so then everybody was witnessing what ashtavakramuni is doing it he is is embracing the tree tightly and then he is saying leave me leave me leave me. the king asked ashtavakramuni oh, my dear muni you are the one who is holding the tree tightly and you are saying leave me leave me uh ashtavakramuni said this is the answer to your question that it is not that maya or illusion energy is binding us it is we the living entities are holding upon to it and then we are saying leave me leave me so this is our condition in this material world because now here he is actually is talking about the main cause the main cause he says the living entity's mind becomes absorbed in sense gratification of the material world and because of that that brings us the conditioned life and and because of that there is a suffering now if you go to see the suffering is for whom is it that the body is going through the suffering if body is going through the suffering then body is a dead matter without soul body is a dead matter it is a matter belongs to this material world it is already dead just because of the soul body is acting the moment the soul leaves then body goes away body there is no movements in the body so that way if you go to the suffering is not for this death matter then who is getting the suffering is it the soul is getting a suffering if the soul is getting suffering and krishna tells in bhagavad gita in so many verses that soul is like this soul is like that it is a pure and then it cannot be touched by the uh, it cannot wet by water and it cannot be burned by fire it cannot be cut into pieces by any weapon so many things krishna is talking about then uh, no nothing can touch soul as such then how come that suffering can be to the soul because soul is a pure and it is a spiritual living entity then how come there is a suffering for the soul then and who is the suffering actually is it the soul is suffering or is it a body is suffering now when we see both of them are not suffering actually but then who is that 
that is going through the suffering. So the Acharyas they give explanation because the soul is misidentifying itself with the body as we discussed last week, last time. And soul is attached to this body and that's where we are feeling that is suffering. And just like when we are going, we are driving a car and going, <clears throat> when um, one minute. So when uh, we are driving in the car and if there is something happens to the car, the living entity, the driver who is sitting in the car or the owner, we feel as if something happened to our body. If there is a small scratch onto the car, the owner, he feels as if there is a scratch on his own body or on her own body. But nothing happened to owner as such. There is a scratch on the car or there is some dent on the car. The dent is to the car actually. The car is a matter. There is nothing happens to car as such. But since the person who is sitting in the car is so much attached to the car, there is so much attachment and that gives the pain as if that scratches happen to them. So the, uh, <clears throat> the similarly, the living entity, even though the suffering is not for this dead body, for the body as such, which is a dead matter, our suffering is not to the soul also as such. But since there is an attachment that I, I am this body and that's where we are feeling that attack, that's where we are feeling the suffering. That is the conditioned life. <clears throat> but when we become detached from this body, when we don't feel there is an attachment, I mean when we detach ourselves, then how one can be detached from this body is by self-realizing that we are not the body, we are spirit soul. And when we fully understand that we are not this body, we are spirit soul. And at that time, one can realize that we are not this body and when there is a detachment and even though there is a suffering, it is not a suffering for that living entity because that living entity is fully, is fully recognized themselves, clearly identify themselves 
that they are not that body they are the spirit soul so we are all right now the practicing but that still we have that attachment like uh, the tinge of attachment i mean we we can call that as a tinge but it may not be tinge it may be the buckets and buckets of attachments we have it is just like as a propad says in one of the verse in the 11th chapter like when arjuna is uh, <clears throat> wants to see the universal form when krishna shows that universal form and arjuna is bewildered after seeing that universal form and arjuna asks krishna to show him the normal uh, four-handed narayana form so at that time krishna speaks to arjuna tells through universal form that this universal form is nobody saw this universal form you are the only one who saw this universal form it they, nobody saw before and nobody is seen now i mean only those who are uh, having that vision they could able to see the universal form otherwise nobody else only arjuna could see this universal form and then some devi and devatas they are also seeing that universal form but what krishna is saying is nobody saw this universal form before and as he saying uh, it is very rare I mean, nobody saw that means it it is not even seen by anybody as such that that is the uh, only arjuna could see that and then when krishna comes back to the four-handed narayana form and then he then he becomes his original swarupa with two-handed form and krishna tells this is uh, more rare than universal form forget about universal form now this two-handed form of krishna is even rare krishna says and then krishna tells to arjuna that this is even though this kind of krishna is there in that form from the beginning until the end of uh, dwapara yuga is there so the many people are seeing it but they are not seeing it many people are seeing krishna that universe two handed form of krishna but at the same time they are not seeing that uh, two handed form also so in the purport shila propad writes one can able to see universal form there, there is a possibility that one can see the universal form even though krishna tells that universal form cannot be seen by studying the vedic scriptures and by doing charity and by performing tapasya uh, and by uh, i mean by reading the scriptures nobody can able to see the universal form propal says in the purport that one can able to see at least the universal form um, at least by having a tinge of devotional service uh, in whatever they are doing it either uh, uh, reading the scriptures or by performing tapasya or by uh, all this by doing a charity by following the vedic processes but if they have little bit of tinge of devotional service they can able to see universal form without devotion it is not possible to see universal form so the same thing like that even though we are practicing devotional service now even though we are 
trying to understand that we are not this body, we are spirit soul, but still there is a tinge of attachment for us. It is not that we are not, uh, we are detached from this body and from this material world. No. There is still, it is not a tinge. At, I mean, as we keep progressing, the detachment, attachment goes down, maybe slowly, slowly, but depending upon our sincerity and seriousness. But then if the detachment is still there with the buckets and buckets of detachment, and it will be still the suffering for us. There is a suffering because we are still attached to this material body. We are still misidentifying ourselves with the body. Even though we all know, I keep saying this, even though we all know, not only we, at least those people, those who are born in Bharata Varsha, everybody knows that we are not this body. We are spirit soul. But all our actions are on bodily platform. We cannot come out of that bodily platform. All our actions shows that we are on bodily level. We are not at the soul level. When somebody is at the soul level, then their actions are itself, everything is in a, in a different plane itself, their actions. So Krishna tells in Bhagavad Gita also about this uh, mind or about the senses. Now, here Sukadeva Goswami is talking about I mean, when Jadabharat is talking to King Rauguna, the living entity mind observed in the, becomes observed in the sense gratification. So, when we go to see, our mind is supposed to control the senses. Like in Bhagavad Gita, there is a painting which talks about which gives the clear picture of our situation. The five horses talks about the chariot. There is a horses and there is a chariot driver and there is a passenger. So this compares the five horses as to our five senses. And the reins, that is the rope which is holding the horses in the hand of a passenger is these ropes or these reins are considered to be our mind. And passenger and uh, the driver is considered to be the intelligence who is supposed to control the five senses through mind. And the passenger is the spirit soul. And um, in that plate Prabhupada writes about these five horses is going in five different directions these five senses and then mind or the intelligence is supposed to control these five horses through the mind is unable to control and the passenger sitting in the chariot is helplessly looking at the situation so this is our condition so the, the five senses are so much uncontrolled the senses and mind supposed to control the senses but the senses override mind and the mind supposed to take uh, information from the senses and go through that information and then 
check with the intelligence what to do and then the intelligence gives the final decision and then the mind pass it on to the senses whether to go ahead or not to go ahead for the sense that means for the sense gratification for example if there is a gulab jamun and the senses ice sees this gulab jamun immediately ice gives the information to mind and the mind go through the data bank and then finds out that is known as gulab jamun and that tastes sweet and it is very yummy and the moment when the mind comes to gives this information back to the senses then the the tongue senses gets activated and feels like want to have this but the mind supposed to go to the intelligence and then get approval from the intelligence and the intelligence has to give the approval and then only the senses will act but what happens is that the senses are so powerful and senses override mind and the mind override the intelligence so that's what happens in this um, in today's condition as such so here the uh, uh, king uh, jadabharath is uh, when he is instructing the king rahuguna he is giving a problem and at the same time he is also giving a solution here in this now why there is a suffering in this material world because the mind is attached for the sense of gratification because the senses are so strong and the mind wants to have that sense of gratification and the mind is attached for this sense of gratification called as a so called enjoyment as the senses are want to have that even krishna he talks about uh, this particular situation in bhagavad gita also he, he talks about in uh, two verses actually first of all he talks about what happens and then uh, first of all he talks about yes how this happens and second he talks about then what are the uh, repercussions for that it's a very beautiful krishna talks about uh, he says uh, in uh, chapter 2 and uh, text number 62 jayato vishaya anupamsa sangaste supajayate sangat sanjayate kama kamat krodo bijayate says when we are contemplating on the objects of senses so each sense will have some objects for the sense gratification like for touch there is a softness for eyes beautiful things so when the living entity contemplates uh, contemplates the objects of the senses then the person develops the attachment that's where the develops attachment for them and from that attachment comes the lust and krishna tells from the lust comes the anger so as we keep contemplating on the objects of the senses that for sense gratification and then one develops the attachment so knowingly unknowingly we start to contemplating on the objects of the senses in many many ways 
like when the neighbor purchases the uh, you know beautiful or luxurious car then we start contemplating on that car how we also can have that car and when we start contemplating then that's where the attachments develops and then krishna is telling from that attachment one develops the lust that is kama and from kama comes the anger why kama comes uh, gives us the anger and that krishna tells in the next verse but it's very easy to understand when the, the desire appears when the desire is fulfilled then there is a more and more one wants to have when the desire is not fulfilled then comes the anger so that krishna tells in the next verse he says krodhat bhavati sammoham sammoha smuti vibrama smuti bramsad buddhi naso buddhi nasad pranasyati and he says from anger complete delusion arises and from delusion bewilderment of memory and when memory is bewildered intelligence is lost and when intelligence is lost one falls down again into the pool of material so this so scientifically krishna is talking about in such a science is involved in these two just these two verses what to talk about entire bhagavad gita or what to talk about shrimad bhagavata hmm? if one can analyze these two verses one can clearly understand that this is not a spiritual book this is a book supposed to be keep in the science laboratories which it talks about which is krishna is analyzing from anger comes the delusion and from delusion comes the bewilderment of memory that's why when somebody comes becomes angry and they don't know what they are doing whether they speak what they speak at that time they don't know they may say so many so many bad words so many things and then when their anger cools down then they feel shy they regret why how do how could i speak these words so here krishna is giving a complete analogy of complete analysis how one gets attached to this um, um to this material world so here in uh, our when we come back to our verse that is uh, 511 and 8 where uh, sukadev uh, sorry sukadev i am getting always thinking about sukadev goswami uh, jadabharat is uh, talking to uh, king raghuna and he says that oh, how come one can come out of this uh, attachment or how can one can be liberated from this modes of material nature the process which he is talking about is by liberation by detachment and he gives a beautiful analogy also beautiful very wonderful analogy that like when we uh, you are all young people actually must have not seen the lanthar which we back in india we pour kerosene into it and then we light the lamp with a wick and there is a glass around that and if it is not properly 
uh, lit or if it is not properly placed if it is a crooked then it uh, gets the suit black thing everywhere onto the glass if the uh, the wick is a proper and of proper size and there is a proper amount of uh, uh, kerosene or ghee in that or oil then it lights so bright the same way it talks about when the mind is attached to the sense gratification then it gives suffering to the living entity but when the mind is just like how we keep the wick properly and with the proper uh, oil same way when the mind is detached from the material sense gratification then it brings about the original brightness of krishna consciousness like as the propad also is talking about then how one can be detached from this uh, uh, sense gratification by engaging our senses rishikena rishikesha sevana by engaging our senses for the uh, pleasure of krishna in serving krishna so when we try to do that then one can be um, slowly slowly it is a gradual process we may not be able to do it quickly but then as we keep engaging ourselves in serving krishna so then slowly we can come out of this attachment or we develop a detachment from this uh, modes of material nature or from the sense gratification there are so many examples which we can see like when we address dts uh normally ladies they have the habit of whenever they see any ornaments or whenever they see any chains or necklaces they feel like uh, having those necklaces they feel like having those ornaments and wearing them but then when we start de- uh, dressing up the deities when we start decorating the deities even if you see those ornaments your mind goes to uh, starts thinking wow this ornament will be very good for shrimati radharani or this necklace will be very good for krishna these bangles they look so nice bindi it will be so nice for shrimati radharani like this one can develop that is basically as we keep uh, serving the deities as we keep serving for pleasure of krishna uh, that's how the slowly slowly we develop a detachment for our own sense of gratification so even though we have uh, uh, we have the desire to decorate ourselves but then as we keep serving the deities and slowly slowly we develop a detachment from decorating ourselves to the decorating of the deities like this we can uh, there are so many examples which we can talk about like somebody likes to cook and then eat but whenever you cook and then eat if you keep offering it to krishna and then slowly our consciousness will comes to the direct to the level that will this be like by krishna or will not be like by krishna or whenever you see something then you think wow this will be very good i could offer to my deities same thing which we can see when uh, madhavendra puri when he is going to jagannath puri at the time when he stopped at remuna and when he saw the kheer which is been offered to he heard about that kheer that has been offered to gopinath and first thought comes to his mind is that 
I wish if I can taste that kheer, I could prepare the same one for Gopal. This is what his thought comes to us. This is what the, he was thinking. So, the more we engage in the service of Supreme Lord, the more we get detached from this sense gratification. So, what does that mean, we detaching from the sense gratification? That means slowly, slowly we are progressing into the, uh, into the direction of, uh, of coming out of the misidentifying ourselves that <coughs> sorry that I am this body uh, no I am not spirit soul so slowly slowly we will come to the realization that we are not this body we are spirit soul ok I will stop here and then see if anybody is having any questions or comments thank you very much Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Prabhu, can you hear me? Yes Prabhuji, I can hear you. Yeah. Uh, as always, uh, you give very good class and I always learn some unique things, uh, not only for the scriptures, but um, in uh, the, today like uh, you explain as, uh, as where, when I was in college, the, the professor explains with the scientific experiment. So you explain uh, the experiment so thoroughly from hypothesis to the conclusion. And the conclusion was the attachment to the material nature. But uh, we are, we know that and from teachers like you who taught us that uh, your attachment is the cause of your problem. And you have to think that you are the spirit soul. And the solution is that you absorb or lose the pleasure of Krishna. But uh, even though after knowing all these things, we did all the preparations for the experiment, we understand the senses, the mind, the control by the intelligence. But in 24 hours, how many Time, uh, the, how much time we are absorbed in Krishna because uh, we, uh, the, we learn that uh, Harinam is uh, uh, excellent uh, or solution to absorb in Krishna. So after we finish the 16 rounds or after we finish the DT Seva, then you go back to your work and then you are again attached, you exposed to the same material nature. And that same material nature when you are doing the DT Seva, when you saw the Krishna, when you read the scripture, you understand thoroughly. But then again, you go into the different environment. And to control that, is there any example or anybody did uh, with any other solution for the 24-7 or the whole life? So we can go to back to Godhead with the deaths. Is there any pills or is there any solution? we can learn from you, from your own experience. Uh, yes, Prabhu, there are solutions to that. And uh, thank you for your uh, kind words. Um, so the first and uh, best solution for all that is to uh, join in the temple full time. <laughs> okay. So that may not be a positive I... for everyone. <laughs> yes, Prabhu. 
I ask, I ask you this the same question when you were giving the Bhakti Shastri course, and yes. at that time you were in the Detroit temple, and yes. uh, now your situation is different. So I thought that uh, let me find out that if you have a different solution. <laughs> yes, yes. So the best solution is to join temple full time, morning to evening, as soon as you get up in the morning. you get ready not to go to job not to go to work not to earn money you go to mangalarti and from there your service starts and then chanting and then there are so many services in the temple you keep doing one service or other so there your entire existence is only 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 for the service of a supreme lord shri krishna and is consort shrimati radharani and then night you come back to go to sleep to go to bed to wake up next day morning to go for a mangalarti so this is you are engaging uh, at least physically in the service of krishna for pleasure of krishna here there may be many things you are doing it because you are getting a pleasure also for that matter and uh, there may be offenses you may be creating you may be doing it uh, while you are serving in the temple but nevertheless you have taken a step forward in serving a supreme lord 24 by 7 so whatever you do you are always serving krishna because you are in the temple and yes it it changes everything actually it uh, your consciousness and your way of thinking as as i said it's a slow process but then it gives immense benefits and it gives you immense understanding and uh, one can um, if not uh, quickly but then yes it it is a much much uh, greater pace than what we do staying at home our services so that is the i can say that is the first and then foremost solution for that question and then uh, the next possible solution which we can see is that see whatever we are doing it whatever you are doing it so some of things some things are we are doing directly to the dts and some things are directly the services in the temple or outside the temple like book distribution this is a direct service outside the temple or within the temple then you will be doing the cleaning the temple or washing uh, utensils uh, cooked utensils what utensils have been used for cooking or washing plates or cleaning the floors or doing anything many any other services in the temple where you are doing you physically you are serving in the temple and that is also uh, there these are the direct services so there are many indirect services indirect services in sense now your whole family is practicing krishna consciousness and uh, yes we do need uh, money to run our family why because we are not so uh, strong in our faith like shrivas thakur or like uh, dhruva maharaj or like prahlad maharaj are like jadbarat we are not so strong in our faith that yes 
otherwise ideally speaking whatever we need krishna has already provided everything he has already arranged for us one we need not to struggle so much we need not to uh, endeavor so much it, it is already given whatever is we uh, supposed to get it it's already there for us so one can do just little as little as possible and then things will be arranged for them but we are not at that level of faith so we have to go for a job so when you going for a job you are actually serving your family in going for, in going for a job because your family is also practicing a devotional service and you are also practicing a devotional service there are vaishnavas and vaishnavis are there in your family and you need to maintain them and you need to provide facilities for the family so that they also can practice devotional service nicely so it is a indirect service even though here you are not remembering krishna directly in each and every uh, minute or each and every second or each and every hour of your job what you are doing uh, but indirectly you are doing it even indirectly you are involved in maintaining your family for that matter if you go to see the all of these people uh, whom i spoke right now like dhruva maharaj or prahlad maharaj it is not that they were uh, working a full time in the temple or in ashram they are the kings pandavas they are kings and they are ruling the kingdom they are doing their duty and they have to do their duty as as per the varna and ashramas they are doing their duty but at the same time they are great devotees of krishna so it does not mean that when we perform our duties when you go for a job you are engaging yourselves in material activities yes there is a difference how one is engaging in the material activity or either one is engaging in spiritual activity it just like it gives an example of uh, even though the lotus flower or lotus leaves are within the water but they are not touched by the water now when we go for uh, jobs when we do our duty uh, to maintain our family to run our family what are we doing are we really giving our association to others are we taking association and that is the more important so the more you become strong in practicing krishna consciousness the more you become like a lotus leaf even though you are within the water you are not touched by the water so that consciousness the one has to come means we need to be very strong for that then how one can be one how one can be in that consciousness and that is uh, that's where we have this abcd one needs to have association and one needs to read shila prabhupad books and we need to do our chanting regularly and seriously and sincerely so when we practice a devotional service like this even though one can be in the middle of um, in the middle of this material world but will not touch by the any of these uh, modes of material nature in a sense we already they already transcended that modes of material nature because when we fully understand uh, the philosophy and when we try to put that philosophy into practice and that one that way slowly slowly it gives us the realization that's where it talks about krishna also talks about that in 7th chapter jnanam savijnanam 
Jnanam is a knowledge, Savijnanam is means realized knowledge. So one should, just having a plain knowledge will not be sufficient, but one should have realized knowledge. How one can have that realized knowledge? Most of the times, we keep uh, hearing these lectures, we keep hearing, uh, hearing uh, many, many lectures. But what are we doing? Are we, are we contemplating on those lectures? Are we remembering those lectures? Are we trying to take something which is at least that touches our heart? Forget about entire one hour lecture or 30 minutes or 45 minutes lecture. At least see some point, one point that touches us and then try to implement that point in our lives. So that way, slowly and slowly, we are building blocks of a spiritual awareness within us and that will make us stronger and stronger and stronger. So then we can become uh, immune to these modes of material nature, even though we are doing our jobs, even though we are uh, jumping into the water, but we will remain like a lotus leaf. Um, hope that helps, Prabhuji. Thank you, Prabhuji. You gave a very nice explanation. Uh, the, the, I wanted to, uh, for curiosity or to answer, one of the devotees uh, asked me from the temple, the female devotee, and she was uh, suffering with the breast cancer. And she asked me that, um, Doctor, why I'm going through this suffering? She's a Krishna's devotee and um, giving services and all. And so she asked me the simple question, why me the suffering? So to, uh, what is the answer to that? As we discussed in last one hour, and the material, uh, material nature attachment and spiritual na nature attachment, for her, she spent all her life uh, with the spiritual attachment, that's what I, she thinks. But she still has this suffering, so it is given by Krishna or how she has to take it for the rest of the, her life. Mm. One thing which we all should know is that Krishna consciousness, by practicing Krishna consciousness, we are not signing up a life insurance policy. There is, it is not a life insurance policy or it is not a medical insurance policy. Krishna consciousness is as plain, it simply explains as plain as that. It is not an insurance policy. We all, this, still we are in this uh, mindset that uh, we still trying to do some business with Krishna. Now, Krishna looks at us like if there is a uh, child, child for a parent, when the child is born, from that time parents are seeing that child and child grows up and then becomes a young boy and then he gets married and then have children and then have grandchildren. Even though the boy is having a grandchildren, parents still see the child as a child only. How the parents saw when the child is newly born and even though when the grandchild is born for that child, parents still see this child as a child only. So for Krishna, we are all children. And Krishna looks at us as a child 
immaterial of whether we are young baby or we are middle aged person or we are old age person or we are moving from one body to other body he is looking at us as a soul and what krishna does for us and especially when you take up krishna consciousness and if he feels this body in this body if we can progress in spiritual life very well then he will allow us to be remain in this body and when krishna feels that when there is better proposition in the other body then krishna will make us to leave this body and then move on to the next body where there will be better facilities where there will be better determination for the soul to perform spiritual life now what we talk about ourselves is what krishna doesn't know that abhimanyu is his niece and he is a son of his own sister subhadra and krishna did not protect abhimanyu krishna took arjuna away from the battlefield in different direction krishna is uh, sar antaryami he knows everything and he knows what's going to happen in the future but still he did not make any efforts to protect abhimanyu and krishna did not make any efforts to take away the difficulties which pandavas are going through he did not make any effort as such he made some effort but then it's to the the difficulties come <coughs> to such a level where yudhishthira maharaj has to tell krishna oh my dear krishna enough is enough now if you still continue to if we continue to go through this miseries in our life in the future generation nobody is going to take up a spiritual life so to that level yudhishthira maharaj spoke to krishna so we can understand how much pandavas must have gone through so the, the simple uh, um, one line answer to that prabhu ji is that when there is a pool of water when there is a lake and you jump into the lake thinking that you are not going to get wet which is a foolishness similarly when we are in this material world and if we think that we are not going to get disturbed by miseries it is a foolishness how foolishness it is to jump into the water thinking that i am not going to get wet that foolishness is that we are being in this material world but will not be suffering in this material world the middle world is meant for that for sufferings after sufferings after sufferings and only thing what we need to understand what we need to know is how we can come out of this thing how we can how we can utilize that situation to progress in our spiritual life and that's what we need to see and we need to understand of course these things it is difficult to tell that mataji directly on face because she is going through sufferings then we have to tell her that krishna is there to take care of things and krishna can he is seeing it and whatever is good for her and that's what krishna is trying to do it and of course we devotees they take these kind of situations devotees take that it is their own karma past activities what they must have we must have done something very bad in the past and that is been coming upon us like this 
and if there is any good that is done by krishna and the devotees that's what the devotees acharya starters to think like this because they were thinking like this acharyas we are not at that level of thinking but at least we can try to imitate thinking like that then slowly slowly our consciousness may come to that level and that helps prabhu excellent prabhu ji i wish um, you have more time and, and we can i can hear you because uh, you always have solution of suffering and the way you explain in a spiritual way it is my good luck that um, i have some time to spend with you prabhu ji thank you for your service thank you for your time hari krishna thank you prabhu ji hari krishna हरे कृष्ण प्रभु yeah no i may be misunderstanding this uh, concept prabhu uh, in the initial uh, part of the lecture prabhu you mentioned soul is pure but he's misidentifying him as a body mm-hmm. so if it is pure mean is like the soul's part uh, is a misidentification or body's part falls uh, to misidentify as a body like is it a mistake from soul side or the body side we are saying soul is pure but is he making mistake at that pure condition is that how we should understand provision um is an example is given for this very beautiful example even though soul is pure then how it gets misidentified how the soul is misidentifying itself with the body yeah so just yeah. like uh, the rain drop as the rain falls from the clouds rain water is very pure water it's very pure it cannot be compared to any bottled water uh, no aquafina or nothing of the area of the no perera all these things it's a pure rain water rain water is very very pure so as the rain drop is falling from the cloud and as it touches the ground till it touches the ground the rain water is pure but the moment it touches the ground it gets the color and it gets the quality of the ground wherever it touches then it gets contaminated there then that's no more pure the same way as the soul enters into this material world it gets contaminated it coming in contact with the modes of material nature so as it gets contact with the modes of material nature as it gets contaminated and that's where we have all these vices which starts coming up coming up like lust envy greed and anger illusion all these things so that's the reason the soul misidentifies itself as i am the body and i am so and so i am a man i am a woman i am a pig or i am a cat i am a dog or i am white i am black i am tall i am short i am engineer i am doctor i am software 
professional um, project leader and senior manager vice president and prime minister like this but when the soul as slowly slowly comes out of this contamination by practicing spiritual life or by practicing yogic process given in the scriptures and then slowly it will realize that i am not this body and spirit soul that helps prabhu yes prabhu yes definitely it does and with the devotional service and soul can come back to its pure state by purifying yes. and engaging in the krishna consciousness yes and that do happen uh, while we are in this uh, material world problem see once as you keep start as we keep engaging yourself in spiritual life and as one realizes that they are not the body and they are the soul and jeevara swarupai krishnara nityadas when this realization comes even though they are in this material world and it is actually they are in a spiritual world because they realized and they are experiencing the spiritual world here itself in this material world many examples which we can see in that like shila prabhupad is the one and then you have seen santatukara even though he is in this body his body itself becomes as a spiritualized actually when by the process of this devotional service when one realizes that we are not this body we are spirit soul and we are servant of krishna then one body itself becomes as a spirit that's how one can able to go to just to give us an uh, examples krishna he shows this kind of uh, rare and rare uh, scenes to all of us to see mm-hmm. like how santukaram went mm-hmm. with the same body to the spiritual world because his body is already spiritualized mm-hmm. so much so that he could go back to the vaikuntha with the same body itself so like that we can see the many examples so as we practice the spiritual life in this material world itself one can experience the spiritual prabhupada writes in one of the purport i guess in the 15th chapter somewhere in bhagavad gita he writes about this that helps prabhu yes prabhu yes thank you so much I think there is one similar composition from santukaram is dehi bhogo videhi dasha means like while in this deha we can experience the videhi dasha means experience without body yeah very true thank yeah thank thank you so much prabhu wonderful thank you prabhu any other questions comments prabhu ji one can experience the uh, i'm sorry prabhu so one can experience the spiritual life in this material world itself if he engages the yes sincerely devotional service yes prabhu yes that is very very powerful that's that's uh, that's very powerful yeah that's very powerful uh, statement yes sorry. yes 
it gives a lot of hope actually for all of us. वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम